before the episode gets going here, I do want to put in a little bit of a disclaimer. Uh, I pronounced Jaden Sancho's name incorrectly basically throughout the whole entire episode. Um, I talked about him mostly in the Dortmund part of the episode, which is the second segment, I believe. So just so you know, uh, you are going to hear me pronounce his name incorrectly. Uh, so let's get started. What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Heroes for Sale podcast. I am your host, Adam. Today, we are in the Brittle Water Filter Studio. Um, I hope that I'm allowed to say that, um, because Britta, if you're listening, reach out to me. I'd love to, you know, I know I've seen you do some sponsorships with, uh, with Steph Curry. You know, you could become a sponsor of this podcast. That's all I'm saying. Um, so today, I was kind of searching... For a topic, I didn't really want to talk about Zion because I feel like I talk about him on every episode. Um, I didn't really know exactly what to talk about, and then I kind of stumbled upon something that I thought was interesting that I haven't talked about in a while, and I felt like I went through kind of a, not really a phase of uh, talking about soccer on every episode. I mean, also back uh, probably when I was talking about soccer, I probably was maybe talking about it on every episode because... Uh, of the just the fact that I wasn't recording daily shows. And today is actually interesting because today's like the first day that I kind of had to brainstorm for like longer than a few minutes actually because like most of the time I have a podcast topic that I want to talk about and I can kind of just go right into the episode and I kind of am able to recognize where what kind of what topic I want to talk about really quickly. So on this episode, we're going to be talking about just some general soccer stuff. I mean, I don't really have like a direction for what I want to talk about specifically, but kind of just some stuff that's been on my mind that I've been thinking about uh, for the past few months, weeks, whatever, whatever have you. Um, I don't think I said at the beginning of the episode, you know, you can go to the link in my Instagram bio, sorry, and you can find all the links for everything. Everything is there, Twitch, TikTok, stuff like that. Um, so first on, first on the agenda, I guess I'm not really... Uh, too sure what else we'll talk about. But so first, I want to talk about Mbappe. And after the National, I was buying Mbappe's. And I think I, I when I was talking about soccer a lot, I feel like I had mentioned Mbappe a couple times um, because I found that he was, he had already won that World Cup for, for, with France in 2018. And he was kind of like on top of the world. And it seems like he's only gotten better this season. I mean, he he had, I think it was like just as many goals as Messi at the age of 21. Like he might even had more. Like I think he, he had like a hundred goals before a hundred appearances, which is absolutely insane. You know, obviously PSG, they're playing Dortmund in the upcoming, um, uh, upcoming round of the Champions League, which Dortmund is definitely the second, going to be the second topic. But I want to talk about Mbappe first. So basically, a auction ended two or three days ago. And it was a base PSA 10 Mbappe, and it sold for $216. Now, that's insane, because I was buying them over the summer for about $40 a piece, and I didn't really have a full plan of when I wanted to sell the cards. Like, I knew that probably once the next World Cup came along that there would be a little bit more interest in in him. Um, it's in Qatar, so that's, like, obviously closer to, like, France and over closer to Europe than it would be in the United States. So, like, that was one issue I felt that may affect the popularity of this next World Cup in the United States is the games are, if I'm not mistaken, I think the games are going to be, like, late at night or, like, late at night slash early in the morning um, because of the time difference. And I'm sure there'll be games that'll be, like, 10 o'clock. And I may even be incorrect here. Actually, I have my computer in front of me. Um... Let me just look up the Qatar time difference. So, Qatar time. 
time difference. Time right now. So right now I'm recording. It's about 5 p.m. It's 1 a.m. there. So that means they are five, six, seven, eight, eight hours ahead of us. So that would mean that if the games were on at noon there, they'd be on at eight here. So actually, maybe I was a little bit I was a little bit incorrect about the timing. But the late night games, obviously, the games that are the games that are at like six or seven at night there, which I don't remember off the top of my head last time when the games are during the day. But the game, the the World Cup was in Brazil, so there really wasn't that much of a time difference. But I was expecting that the Mbappes were going to have a little bit more. Um, they were going to have some more demand, kind of once that next World Cup came up. But then in 2026, realistically, honestly, and this is and this is the truth. I've been telling people this. That 2026 is when you should be aiming for soccer to really be to really explode in the United States because the World Cup is going to be in North America, and that means well the U.S. gets an automatic bid. Which, granted, who knows what the team will look like in eight years from now or to six years from now because 2020, 2026. Um, so who really knows what the team will look like, but. If Pulisic is still there, you know, he could be in, like, the prime of his career six years from now. I think he's, like, 21 or – he's either 20 or 21 right now. And that means he'll be basically in the prime of his career, and he's already playing in Chelsea. So that's one thing that I feel like that's a good reason to buy Pulisic is because he plays for Chelsea. And if the U.S. makes the next World Cup, that will also help soccer prices in the United States. So I've obviously – I've talked to Aaron from Slab Stocks, and we've kind of discussed how – we thought that soccer was eventually going to kind of blow up in the United States or in just in the card market in general. Like, how was the card market going to blow up? And it basically was either going to be United States, the soccer has to become more popular, which I think it is. And one of the reasons I think it is is if you look at a company that I think is doing digital media, one of the best companies in the United, in the country. Granted, it's not like it's no secret that they're doing well. Like Bleach Report. I think is one of the best media companies in the U.S. for sports. And if you look at their Instagram page, they have an Instagram page that's Bleach Report for basically a ton of topics. And it also Bleach Report grabbed the, uh, I believe they grabbed the rights to the Champions League games in partnership with TNT, I believe. So like you're going to be seeing, I think, Champions League games on Bleach Report Live, which may be a streaming service that you have to pay for, I think, but... I'm not 100% sure, but I think that also means that it will be on TNT. Um, and I think if you have cable, then you get – I'm not 100% sure that that detail. I'm not 100% sure about. But so Bleach Report, I think, is – one of the things they do really well is they they talk about topics that are kind of popular on the internet slash like popular in culture. And they I've noticed soccer is one thing that they have been um, – they have been kind of focusing on a little bit more. And you look at the other companies like Fox sports has a Fox soccer channel and like ESPN doesn't talk about soccer as much, which I think is a little bit interesting that they haven't kind of caught on to maybe the bandwagon a little bit. Um, I had this post on LinkedIn a couple weeks ago where I said, I thought that the NBC taking over some of the premier league games on Saturdays was one of the best sports decisions that a company could make because like, and I know Gary Vee has talked about this, like Saturday morning cartoons. Like if you look at, and he's talked about this with boxing. Like he looked at, um, he, he was a big boxing fan back in the day when it was on TV. And he always said like Saturday mornings, that's when boxing was on. And that's why I was a fan of that sport. 
uh, because I could sit down and eat my Fruity Loops or whatever he said that he ate back then and or his uh, oatmeal or whatever. And you'd be able to watch boxing, which is one reason why it became one of the most popular sports in the world. And also because it has a Saturday morning cartoons type of uh, – type of, not nostalgia, but like um, concept to it, essentially. And that's what the Premier League basically has done with being on NBC. So that's one, those are a couple of the reasons why I think United, I, this, a couple of the reasons why I think you'll see United States taking on soccer quicker than maybe Europe taking on, which is the second point of this, is Europe taking on sports cards and them becoming more popular overseas. I think it's a little bit harder for cards to get over there. Like they aren't as they aren't distributed as heavy as they are in the United States. And that could be a reason why you're seeing just that cards, not particularly being as popular overseas because they're harder to get. Um, I know that like Panini makes Panini, Panini mega cracks for soccer, which is a, I don't know if it's a French specific. No, no it wouldn't be a French product. Cause there's the La Liga's in there. And that's where the Anasu Fati card is coming from. And I've been kind of big on him. So the third topic that you'll hear later on will be Tops Chrome UCL coming up after uh, in a little bit. But so Mbappe. So I was expecting, and I know I'm kind of rambling here, but I you're listening to this podcast, so this is you you know that this is what I do when I do these podcasts. I just ramble on and then I forget my topics. And I'm sure people, I'm sure I talked about something I said that I was going to bring up and I forgot. Whatever, we'll move on. Sorry, Mbappe. I wasn't expecting his popularity to the card popularity to kind of increase the way that I've seen it. Uh, because also there was two, there's been a few raw silver cards that have also sold for over a hundred dollars. Now I was, I bought two raw, no, sorry. I bought two PSA 10 silver prism 2018 cards over the summer. And I looked back and I didn't even realize I bought one for $75. Like it, I've been saying I bought it for a hundred dollars. I bought it for $75 and the other one was a hundred, but the one that I bought, I put in an offer for 75 and the guy accepted the $75 offer. So like if I it, realistically, that card right now might be a three to $400 card. If I were to sell it, granted there has to be a market for it. So like just saying it's a three or $400 card, that's, there's no, no one's bought in a PSA 10 Mbappe for four to three to $400. So I'm just speculating based off of the price of the raw silver that sold because there was one that sold for a hundred. There was one that sold for one twenty, And then I saw a bunch that were like listed for one thirty and had best offers on them. So they unfortunately did not, um, I didn't see their final prices. Um, so that, that's been surprising to me. So I've thought about selling one of the Mbappes because if I could sell one of the PSA 10 base for 200 or 150, I basically paid for the investment, the whole investment that I have in Mbappe. And like, that's what I want. This is what I wanted to do. I wasn't just buying these cards to collect them. I was buying them to sell them eventually. And I mean, I just want to make sure also that I come out and say that I may be selling one of them. So that way, if hypothetically someone finds my eBay account, which is not, it's, I think it's just heroes for sale shop. So it's not like a secret or anything, but if someone were to stumble across it, um, just know that I, there may be a heroes for sale Mbappe for sale for sale soon. Uh, maybe selling one of my heroes finally. Uh, cause I, I sold, I, I don't know if I talked about this on my last podcast, but the Zion return, I sold one of my Zions for 70. They went up to 90. So that's unfortunate, but whatever. So back to, back to Mbappe a little bit. Um, I'm glad that there's a little bit more of a market and it, it may be, it could be because of the fact that I, like, I don't know if I'm, if, because I know there's like four or five people that are kind of influential in the sports card space that have been talking more about Mbappe 
And maybe that could be the reason why it's high selling a little bit higher because like any, I mean, and just for instance, anybody that tells me they're trying to get into soccer, I tell them to look at Mbappe cards first. And then they say, what Mbappe cards? And I say the 2018 Panini Prism World Cup card. And so anytime I do that, I suppose that is a, that is a way that I could be affecting somebody wanting to buy it and then buying it for a higher price. But like at the same time, I don't, I don't know if I have that effect. Like if someone were to just tell me to buy a $200 card, I wouldn't, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. This, this is kind of, a, it's a little bit of an issue that I'm thinking that I just want to get out in front of and say that I'm selling, I may be selling one of the Mbappes. I may not. I may just hold it because granted, I still think there's so much room for that to increase because I've already, you've already seen the price go up. So like, I have no idea even where it could go. Like I was expecting the prices to be similar to Luca's prices eventually. So the 250 range is kind of where I expected those PSA 10s to eventually go to. Uh, but not this quickly. And granted, only one has sold, so I don't know if that's going to be the market from now on. Like, there could be, it could drop, it could go up, I don't know. So that's that's kind of something I'll be monitoring. Obviously, I think I post a lot about Mbappe, so I'm sure you'll probably see an Instagram post about that soon, uh, or just on the story or something like that. Now, the next topic I want to get into here is if you are getting into soccer, and I have been getting a lot of these questions on uh, who you should look into, and who is like, what's the deal with soccer? Like, what is, how do you get into it? Uh, my, I think the one team that I think is probably, if you are new to soccer and you don't have a team and you want to follow a team that I think has a lot of potential coming up in this next, um, in the Champions League, but also has a couple players that I think if you then follow those players and follow their careers, you're kind of getting in early on them and not even really getting in early because they're pretty popular to begin with already. So, and I'm sure you've heard me talk about this, and you've probably seen me post about it. It's Dortmund, so they play in Germany in the Bundesliga, and I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that correctly because I know I have been known to butcher names, but the Bundesliga is, my, from my understanding, how it's pronounced. Um, so basically, I like them because Dortmund is sort of one of those teams that you see players go to um, kind of when they're trying to make that next jump in their career. Um, you see right now they have Jordan Sancho, and if you're buying Jordan Sancho, so I'll, I'll talk about, there's, so there's three players right now that I'm interested in, and the three players I'm interested in, I'll tell you where their cards are um, and like how you can find them, basically. So Jordan Sancho, I think that's how, like I said, I butcher names sometimes, but Sancho, I'm just going to call him Sancho, he, he has Dortmund cards from 2019 Panini. No, sorry. 2019 Tops uh, World. No, shoot. Sorry. 2019 Tops Chrome Champions League. That's where his basically. That's where his rookie card is coming from. You can probably find some 2018 stickers, but for the most part, I think the card that will eventually be in the most demand will be his 2019 uh, Tops Chrome UCL card. Now he is in his Dortmund uniform, so I was buying those cards over the summer as well. For, I think I bought a lot of 10 for like 50 bucks. I'm pretty sure that's what I bought it for. Um, and the reason I like the reason I like Sancho is because he is the first player, and I, th I think, I forget which account tweeted this. It might have been the actual Champions League account, to be honest, tweeted out, or not tweeted, posted on Instagram. They said that he's the first player uh, to score, I think it was 10 goals and 10 assists at the age he's in in Champions League games. I think that's what the stat, but like he's he's a young star kind of in the making and he already has been rumored to jump over to the Premier League this summer. 
you know, granted, if you if if you're kind of a, becoming a fan of Dortmund, that's kind of something that you don't you hope he doesn't do because you want to see Dortmund kind of maybe take on uh, Bayern Munich in the in the the German league, and you want to say, well, maybe they can kind of take on take on uh, that role as maybe one of the top teams in Germany. Granted, if if he moves over to the Champions League or the Premier League, he's going to get more press probably, and that could probably positively affect his cards in a way that card prices could go up. I'd say. I mean, I I hope they go up. I mean, like I said, most of I've been on TikTok live stream and people ask me about which cards to buy and if I collect. And I mean, I say that I collect in a way that's I. I collect and hold the cards rather than flip them, and I'm collecting them to eventually sell them. So, like, I bought in these Sancho cards. I would like to eventually sell them. I may send some in to get graded. Um, that may be a thing I'm doing in the upcoming future. I have some Mbappes also that I want to send in to get graded. Um, and another reason I'm excited for this next round of the Champions League is because PSG, which is Mbappe's team, also Neymar's team, who's another guy that I was buying over the summer, is playing Dortmund. So, um... That's pretty exciting because I have a couple guys on Dortmund that I really like, and then obviously Mbappe and Neymar um, I really like on PSG. So that's an ex- a, a, uh, a one of the rounds that are one of the game matchups that I'm excited for. So the next guy on Dortmund that I think you should be paying attention to that does only has one card right now, and it is a tops now card uh, of him on his old team. He just transferred. His name is Erling Haaland. And I had talked about Erling Haaland on a Instagram live stream back in December, and I, I, I actually mistaken him to be on a different team that was in the round of 16. So I was mistaken there. He was not on the at that team. He was on a different team, but they also were in the Champions League. They were in the round. They were in the uh, group of 32. I think it was 32. I'm pretty sure the group stage. So they didn't make it to the next round, unfortunately. But Halan then transfers over to Dortmund, and apparently he turned down a couple of pretty large deals. Like, I heard a deal that he turned down back in 2017. So right now he's 19, so 2017 he would have been 16 or 17 to Everton, which is a Premier League team. Uh, I heard that there was a huge contract that he had on the table, and he didn't end up going there. He stayed in Austria. He played for Schlossberg, I think is the name. But now he's on Dortmund. I also heard that he turned down a contract with the um, Manchester United uh, because he wanted to get more time on the first team, which obviously makes sense. I mean, he he made his debut last week with Dortmund, um, and I don't know if he did come in as a substitute. He didn't make the start, but I would imagine going forward he probably will be making some starts. But he didn't want to go over to the Premier League just yet because he wanted to kind of still develop his game and maybe then eventually he'll go to either he maybe he'll go to the Premier League or maybe he'll go to La Liga or maybe he'll stay in Dortmund and he'll turn Dortmund into kind of a team that is competing. Um, but so his cards are going to be probably coming in the this year. So the 2020 tops champions league product and uh, he so he did have he was his team played in Austria played in the round of the 32 team so I think chances are he may be in that uniform but there is also some chances that because he transferred in January that he could be in a Dortmund jersey if they haven't really gone into full production mode for that product and that would be ideal I mean if he can if he has Dortmund cards coming out of tops the tops champions league that is a card i'm going to be buying a lot of um 
just for the fact that like I really I like him. I mean, I just kind of started following him, but then he already transferred to a team that I already like. And if if you remember, uh, Pulisic played at Dortmund, who is obviously the United States guy who played uh, who plays for Chelsea now. And um, but so Halan essentially, I was talking about him a while ago, and then when he transferred to Dortmund, I mean that's such a such an awesome move, like moving to a team that I already like. So like that just makes me like him even more. And then in his debut with Dortmund, he came in as a substitute and scored a hat trick in 28 minutes. I mean, that's just insane. Like he was so he he, he had such a huge game in that debut and, you know, that's going to be exciting going forward. Like I'm sure he'll probably he may have already played in another game when you're listening to this podcast. So, um there's a chance that he could have another game where he does really well. So, Dortmund is a team that I really like and a team that maybe if you're new to soccer is a team that you should maybe follow. Also, there is a third player on Dortmund that I really like that. Uh, so there's a guy on Instagram stacks of wax. He told me about this guy and I didn't know who he was. So I was on a live stream and he had mentioned the name. I hadn't heard of him. Um, and then I kind of, I looked into him and he's an American guy. He's 17. He may, he also made his debut in the same game with Dortmund as Halan did. Um, and 17-year-old American playing in Dortmund, similar to what Ch- what uh, Pulisic did. Um, I looked into his kind of some of his reporting and some of the news, and some of the scouts are saying that he is actually ahead of where Pulisic was at the same age. Which, I mean, if you look at it now, Pulisic is playing in the Premier League for probably one of the best teams. Obviously, Liverpool has just been dominating the Premier League, so I don't see... Chelsea's probably not going to win it this year. They also haven't won back-to-back games since, like, September, so that's kind of pathetic. Pretty disappointed by that effort there. But, oh, so I don't even actually, I don't think I said his name. So Giovanni Renna is the guy's name, and he is the third player that I'm looking into for Dortmund. I don't know, I don't think he has any cards yet because he is a 17-year-old, and I don't know if he will be in Champions League, the Champions League set, since he just made his debut. I would imagine that, so last year's Champions League set, um, there was only 100 cards on the whole checklist. So if there's 32 teams, there's probably only going to be two or three players from each team, depending on how they even want to treat it. I don't even know if um, I don't even know if some teams might not even get any cards, but I think they probably will. They probably will include each team, and each team will each get one player, probably the best player. But then you'll see, obviously, like the you'll definitely see Messi. I mean. So I guess now I'm going to transition to kind of into the Champions League. So the Champions League set last year had 100 cards on it, and some of the rookies that were coming out of that set were uh, Felix Joao, or Joao Felix, however you want to pronounce it, uh, and then Jordan Sancho were basically the two rookies that were coming out of that set. Um, and if you want to buy that product, it's relatively inexpensive. I mean, I was looking at some boxes and of the Topps Chrome, and they were like 50, 55 bucks, depending on where you were looking. On eBay, that's where I was looking, so that's where I saw them. So this upcoming this upcoming year's worth of the uh, Champions League, uh, I think, is going to be a product that you should definitely, if you're going to be into soccer, I think it's a product you should definitely be looking into because I mentioned his name earlier. I think uh, Anasu Fati is a 17-year-old that plays for uh, Barcelona, and he plays for the senior level team. He's not playing for the uh, youth team still. He is already on the senior level team, and he was in gold standard, I believe, for top. So I think that means there's a pretty good chance that he will be in the Champions League product. And so that's one reason why I like it. And then the next reason could be Halan's rookie card coming out of there. So um, 
those will be some pro those will be some cards that I'm I'm gonna be looking forward to. I and the one thing that's interesting about this new product that's coming out is so Panini last year bought the exclusive rights, similar to how they have the exclusive rights to the NBA and the uh, NFL, they bought the exclusive rights to the Premier League. So that should kind of tell you where Panini thinks the Premier League is in the world in terms of like a soccer league and then just a league in general. Like they don't have licenses for all these leagues. And then, but, and then talking kind of soccer specific uh, exclusives, Tops owns the Bundesliga rights. So another thing that could come out is Tops will. Um, Tops, I don't know if Tops Bundesliga will have Halan in it because he played for he played in an Austrian team before before the Champions League or sorry before the Bundesliga cards come out. And if you're looking for and another American that's coming out of Tops Chrome Bundesliga, uh, 2018 Weston McKinney is a United States player who is hurt right now. Unfortunately, he will won't be back until the end of February. But he's another player to look into if you're looking for like only American players for. Uh, the next upcoming years, he's a striker, um, and he, like I said, he's hurt right now. So you probably could find some of his cards. I over the summer was I was I've done this in the past. I've bought the wrong cards, and I was buying the wrong cards of his. Actually, I was buying the 2019 tops UCL cards when I should have been buying the 2018 tops Chrome Bundesliga cards. So that was unfortunate. I did end up buying some Bundesliga of his card, but. Uh, from the 2018, but I still have a bunch of those 2019. I bought a bunch of refractors, which was super cheap. So I don't know. I'm hoping, I don't know what I'm going to do with those cards. I, ha I bought like a lot of 40, which it was a lot of 40 for $30. So it's not like I broke the bank on that one, but granted I hand up, I bought the wrong card. I'll, I'll say it. I'm not afraid to admit that I was very wrong on that one. Uh, so something to look forward to if you're getting into soccer, those are kind of some of the things that, um, I may even start pointing people to this podcast when I talk about if you're trying to get into soccer, kind of what you should be looking for when you are either buying cards or uh, looking into buying some players or looking into start start kind of following the sport as a whole. Um, obviously, I don't think I have a full podcast on Ronaldo and Messi cards. I probably should do like a full breakdown of their cards too because their cards are super undervalued. And it's kind of crazy because they're in the like two to three thousand dollar range for I think a PSA ten is pretty expensive, but PSA nines and PSA eights are still pretty expensive. But considering that they are like basically the Jordans of that sport for this general for the sport in general, like they're number one. Most people would say they're number one and number two of all time. Uh, so I think I need to do more of a breakdown on their cards. But they're so Ronaldo's from two thousand four, I think, and then Messi's from two thousand. Three, if I'm not mistaken. So those are some cards you should look into. Another way to kind of, if you're looking to prospect, so prospecting is going to be a whole thing. That's another topic that I need to get into on a whole episode. If you're looking to prospect cards, like if you're looking for some younger players, there is a trophy that actually is, um, I believe it's 19 and under, so it's called uh, the Golden Boy. And this year, Joao Felix won that award. But if you look at some of the past winners of that, you can kind of see some young players, obviously, that have had good careers. And uh, even the nominees are basically, it's almost like a, uh, it's almost like an MLB uh, pipeline type of uh, prospect list, I guess you could call it prospects. I don't know if you call them that in soccer, but you could. Um, so those are pretty much all the soccer stuff that I wanted to go over on this episode. I mean, I know it was... Um, maybe a lot. And if you have any questions, I mean, like I am on Instagram, I'm answering DMs all the time. Um, 
But yeah, that's going to be it for the episode. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, this is kind of a newer topic that I want to integrate more, some some more soccer content kind of into the atmosphere and kind of uh, get some more people. I actually just joined an Instagram uh, group with some soccer people in it, so that's pretty cool. Um, go to my Inst- – if you if go into the Heroes for Sale Instagram and you go to the link in my bio, there's all the links for everything is in there. I just started a new thing. It's called Link. In bio, LinkedIn.bio, it's a company called Later, which is a social media company that does like social media planning and stuff like that. They have a they have a great system that you can like design. Um, base, I mean, basically, what you're supposed to use it for realistically is to like make a post, and then your post you can put in there and have a link for that one. And then, but I just basically use it as like a static. I've used nine images right now, but I'm sure I'm going to be adding some in the future. But yeah, I mean. If you go there, that's where all the links are for everything. Um, yeah, I mean, that's going to be it for the episode, everybody. So I really I uh, thank you for listening. If you've gotten this far, I hope you've learned some stuff. If you have any questions, like I said, just send me an Instagram message. Uh, I'll be more, more than willing to help you out with some soccer stuff. Uh, that is going to be it, everyone. I will see you in the next one.